have a guest with us on the Linder Farm Network, Brad Finstead, who is running for Minnesota Congress uh, from the or Congress in uh, Minnesota's first district. And Brad, good to have you with us today. How's the campaigning going so far? Uh, it's going great. It's like a big old family reunion everywhere I go, traveling in southern Minnesota, and uh, just really blessed to uh, call call this area home. And our families, my wife and I's family, have have called Southern Minnesota home for generations. So it's just a great place to uh, live and to work and to play and to be an honor to serve uh, in Congress from this part of the state. So why do you want to be a congressman? Yeah, so when I look at uh, the world around us right now, uh, as a father of seven children and as a business owner and as a farmer, um, I've just grown up with that uh, southern Minnesota Norwegian uh, uh, teaching of whatever you're doing, leave it better than you found it. And uh, I just feel like I can't sit back and watch what's happening. Uh, I just don't feel like our our country is in a better place than, than I was, uh, you know, gifted by my parents and grandparents and great-grandparents. So I feel called to uh, step up and serve. All right, let's talk about the big issues in your mind, and then we'll get to the ag issues. But overall, what would you see as the big issues this campaign will be uh, circling around? Yeah, so as I'm traveling across southern Minnesota, uh, you know, I'm hearing a lot of discomfort and anxiety around uh, the inflation uh, that we're struggling with right now as a country. You know, when, when people are telling me they're going to the grocery store and buying a dozen eggs for $5 or a Honeycrisp apple for $1.90, um, that, that is, you know, really family pocketbook issues that, uh, that we, we just can't have, have happen here in this country. And so you look at uh, the gas prices, what we're paying at, a pump, at the pump and how that's affecting small businesses and, and uh, you know, interrupting some supply chain uh, decisions based on costs. And so the, the ripple effect uh, that that has in our economy and our backyard here in southern Minnesota is very apparent. Um, so it's keeping a lot of people up at night. They're, they're worried about it. They're frustrated with it. And, uh, you know, we just look back just two, two and a half years, and a lot of these problems and challenges uh, didn't exist. And uh, so we, uh, we know leadership matters, and we know that uh, we, we can do better and we must do better. Brad, do you think there's a disconnect in Washington between what farmers and agriculture does and uh, the people that are there? Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, I think everyone uh, everyone loves to eat, right? But uh, no one uh, no one really pays much attention out there to how the food is put on their plate and and appreciate where it comes from and the and quite frankly the challenges it takes to provide that uh, provide that to our country and the world. So there there is a, a misunderstanding for um, just current practices. You know, I look at farmers in southern Minnesota and just from an environmental standpoint, how how innovative and how uh, just amazing we've been with adapting and improving our technology and our practices. Uh, it gets, it, it rarely gets noticed uh, by folks in, in Washington. Uh, we, we also are faced with challenges that I think are, are unique to the industry, uh, unique to the country in regards to the workforce issues, shortage of workforce, uh, the supply chain issues, and, and quite frankly, the uh, lack of leadership on the world stage, which has put us in a very vulnerable position from an input side. So when we look at, for instance, uh, urea and other fertilizer inputs, uh, when we're seeing two to 400% increases in those inputs, uh, you know, that affects our bottom line. And you have folks in D.C. saying, well, the markets look great. Farmers are making money right now. 
when the reality is, yeah, the markets might be up, but uh, what, what it's going to take to produce those bushels has gone up too. Uh, and so the, the, the profits, the margins get ate up pretty quickly in that uh, disruption in the supply chain and, and other global issues. Brad, tell us about uh, your experience. I've, obviously, I'm familiar with it, but uh, what you've done and uh, your background. Yeah, so first and foremost, I'm a farmer. My, uh, my father has uh, retired, and so my brother and I and our families are now farming the family farm. We also own an agribusiness in New Ulm. Uh, we're dealing with agriculture technology, and I've had uh, the honor to represent my friends, families, and neighbors in south-central Minnesota and the Minnesota legislature. I served for three terms, uh, and I uh, most recently uh, had the honor to serve President Trump and his administration as the state director for the USDA Office of Rural Development. So my, my life and my career has been about service to our community and service to our state and country, and just very, uh, you know, very blessed to, to call southern Minnesota home. You mentioned the whole energy situation. Uh, what do you feel about the impact that ethanol, biodiesel can have on our energy future? Well, it's a strong, steady source, and it's, uh, and it's energy producing from energy producers who we trust, know, and respect. Uh, and, and to be homegrown, America first, America made, uh, is, a, is a great energy policy, I think, just from a security standpoint, but also from an economic standpoint. Uh, we have some of the best, most efficient, effective uh, farmers in the world uh, right here in southern Minnesota. And, uh, you know, so for us to uh, be, uh, have a seat at the table, to be helpful in the uh, energy crisis that we're in right now in regards to the cost side, you know, ethanol, uh, did, uh, I was happy to hear President uh, Biden has changed his tune on the uh, E15 year-round uh, mandate. He's restoring it back to President Trump's level of allowing it to be sold year-round, which I think was a very good move that President Trump took leadership on. Um, so I'm happy to see President Biden getting on board with that now again. Um, but that will open up the doors uh, for our farmers to, you know, keep keep diversified in their cropping options, but also allow consumers, uh, you know, a, a good, reliable energy source at a cheaper price. Very good, Brad. Anything you want uh, else you want to say today in terms of your run for Congress in Minnesota? Yeah, I just appreciate the, the warm welcome and, the you know, just the great people in southern Minnesota. I've had an awesome time uh, reacquainting with some folks. Uh, it's felt like family reunions that time um, and, and just the opportunity to meet new folks. So I, uh, I have a humble servant heart, and I just uh, look forward to continuing to meet folks uh, along the trail. And where can they find out more about you? Uh, what website would they look up? Yeah, so very easy. It's finsteadforcongress.com. That's easy enough. Very good. Well, Brad, best of luck to you. Always good to talk with you, and you certainly know your issues, no question about it, so best of luck. Thank you so much. You bet. Brad Finstead, he's running for Congress in Minnesota in the 1st Congressional District with us here on the Linder Farm Network.